Welcome to the Customer Success Playbook Podcast post-game show, where myself, Roman Trebon, and my co-host, Kevin Metzger, talk about our theme for the month, kind of wrap up the month. This month, the topic was onboarding. Kevin, we had a uh, we had a pretty busy month here. We, we had Melissa Caldwell on. Uh, she was a tremendous guest. We had an article where we we did our best attempt to try to tie a wedding to the onboarding experience. Uh, I know we did a pregame show at the beginning. What, what, what's your takeaways, Kev, after we, we wrapped up this onboarding month? Yeah, so, you know, onboarding is one of those, uh, one of those areas that it's just, it's critical to the success of a business. It's critical to the success of a customer. And, um, you know, being detailed about how you plan out your onboarding and helping customers understand the how they're going to achieve their value and get to that first value is just a critical part of the path. And, and, um, you know, I, I really liked, uh, I liked your concept of the, the analogy with the wedding and it's kind of, it, it is, it's, it's a very interesting, similar path, right? You go through your sales process, you get all of the, uh, the dating out of the way. You, everybody's on their best behavior. Everybody's, uh, um, you know, everybody's thinking about about the future, right up to the point you get engaged, and then <laughs> you got to go through that uh, the process of planning a wedding. You know, there's a lot of details that go into that, and a lot of change management that occurs during that process. Uh, making sure you get the in laws on board, making sure, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so um, and get everybody talking to each other. So. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a great analogy. So, uh, kudos for for coming up with that one. Uh, uh, yeah, it was. I was. I would. I should say, Cap. My. I think maybe selfishly, I was trying to sell that donut wall that I referenced at the beginning. So, if you know anyone or any of our listeners need a an eight foot donut wall, you know how to find me. So, I'm, I'm still hoping. I'm holding out hope, maybe that someone reads that article. Is like, hey, I'm in the. I'm in need of a donut wall. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so what are your thoughts? You, I, you know, I. I love, you know, onboarding, Kev, I'm, I'm at the organization I'm in now, I'm, um, we have onboarding as part of my team's responsibilities. And it's probably the first time I've been this close into the onboarding. You know, I've been on the other side as a, as a client onboarding and and now, you know, with my team and, and, you know, a big part of our focus is bringing on new clients. So I'm like, selfishly, I love the topic for this month because, you know, t- talking to, to you and talking to Melissa, you know, I'm, I'm, there's already so many ideas I have in my notebook of things that we need to, to do and try. Uh, but, you know, I think, Melissa, what I liked about what having her on, and, and she's done it, and some of the change she's made at Flux, right, Flux? Yeah, Flux. Uh, has, yeah, has been, has been great. Um, I, I just love that sort of that, the level, the expectations up front, making sure that everyone's on the same page of, you know, what is expected of the client, the, you know, the rules and responsibilities, the time commitment, what is needed and when, and then from the, you know, the team that's onboarding, you know, what should the client expect from that team as well? I think, you know, I think I, I was thinking back at some of my onboarding experience as a customer that didn't go so well, Kevin, I think that was one of the pieces that, you know, we just, we went from that happy, like, hey, we bought something and then it, you know, it was kind of like, where do we go next? And there was, you know, it was like a lot of fuzziness. We weren't very clear. And then just like with a lot of parts of business, right? If if that momentum's not sustained, 
you start to lose focus, right? Other things come up. It's like, yeah, we were super excited about that shiny bell, but you know, we're four months in we haven't made a lot of traction and we start to, and then by the time you do get it in, I feel like you've, you've kind of lost a lot of the momentum. Right. And I know Melissa talked about that and, and I've experienced that. She also talked about those packages. I know she has like kind of four different packages or groupings for her onboarding team. I, I love that. Um, you know, it's not just a, a one size fits all approach, but how do you get the the right client to the right kind of uh, onboarding experience? And, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you must wish you had another hour with it to kind of double click into that and learn more. But uh, no, I, I, I enjoyed that conversation a lot. I, I learned a lot and excited for Kev. We, we you know, we have a, a special bonus, an onboarding bonus coming yeah. out. You want to you wanna hit on that a little bit? Yeah, no, I'm definitely excited about our onboarding bonus. Uh, you're going to get with uh, Donna. Uh, uh, Donna uh, Weber, yeah. Weber. And um, Donna is really an onboarding specialist and uh, has, has written, literally written the book on onboarding. Yeah, I was say, you've, how, how many people can say I've literally written the book on onboarding? Right? <laughs> anything, right? Uh, yeah, I'm excited about, about that. I, I know you've already read it. I'm in the middle of it now. I've been uh, working through it. Um, I'm kind of, I'm very interested to see, you know, she lays out a, a, a nice step and process plan for onboarding. Um, so, uh, I'm excited to kind of talk through that with her. Um, you know, through, I, I was thinking as you were talking and I wasn't actually, uh, thinking about Donna's process, but as you're talking about going through the onboarding process, I think, you know, a couple of things that just are worth highlighting. You always want to go through with the customer kind of what the requirements are up front and making sure that you're going to implement a requirements process for what the customer wants to do with with your product and all that so that you're, you've got a common definition and then you work through going to achieving those requirements. Um, and and you know building to meeting meeting those needs and um i do think that aligns with some of what donna's written, yeah. written as well um and you know that's just from i think it's different depending on the product um so you know a lot of the the old school on-site products you'd have to go through all of that right because there was a lot of customization in them whereas a lot of the SaaS products there's a little less customization um in it depending on the type of product but you still need to understand what it is you're trying to achieve and how you want to tune the product to work for your business so going through that process and then working out a plan to build it and then really the the the, the final piece of it or i don't know the final piece but the 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 kind of key piece is how do you drive adoption what's the training you got to put in place and what's the change management you got to put in place for those things to happen to make sure everybody's really moving towards hitting the goals that you set when you purchase the product yeah it, it reminds me you know I, I was as you were speaking and as we as we were kind of went through the month if you remember we had dave ellen on remember dave was yeah. on the show and he talked a ton about you know kind of organizational change management right like change management of bringing in up i think at that time we were talking about a customer success platform but same thing. If you bring a customer success platform on, guess what? You have to onboard it, right? And so it's all about that change and, and making sure that the end users understand why the change is happening, 
how it impacts them, you know, you know, what's the timelines? Is this make my life easier, better, right? And I, I, I was pinging someone else, Kev, kind of offline of the show and, and to learn more about kind of this topic. And she, you know, she's a senior project manager, been doing it for years. And, and her whole thing was like, she, she was like adamant. You talk about change management in day one, right? You got to start talking about change. If you don't start talking about change right away, you know, you're just setting yourself up or, you know, setting the client up for potential issues down the line. Right. So, and yeah, I need well, to, be that. to that point, a lot of times you've got to do process changes before yeah. you even go into implementation changes. So you, you start with, Hey, let's, let's make sure we've got all our processes in place that align to what we want to do. I mean, that that's especially true uh, when you're in um, something like a CSP, right? Yeah. You want to make sure you, your processes are there and they align properly before you go in to implement the automation parts of it. Um, but that's true for so many products that, uh, you know, uh, uh, even in call centers, I imagine, right? It, yeah. it, a lot of what you do, right? You want to make sure that your call center processes are defined up front before you start implementing the software and the assistance and all those kind of things. So. The software itself, we talked about it's not a silver bullet. You can't just throw that in, right? If you don't have your processes documented and, and down and, and if they're not optimized, to throw in software is not gonna, you know, it's it's not gonna fix, you know, processes that aren't there or, or that are broken. So especially if you're doing something wrong, right? You, you get to the yeah, wrong exactly. result quicker. <laughs> That's, That's one of right. the you know, one thing we didn't touch on, Kevin, I'm I'm curious and and your opinion, just you know, I it, it's onboarding like so like the 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 professional services cost for onboarding right and so we didn't really touch on this a lot like i and i think there's some different flavors of this right you could say hey onboarding is just kind of baked in right so it just you, it comes with it there is kind of a flat professional services fee right like it's x amount of onboard or there's time and material right so it's going to depend on on how the project goes I'm curious, kind of, you know, in your experience, if if you've seen one that works, or if, or if you've seen maybe some challenges of a certain model when it comes around how, you know, maybe that those upfront costs yeah. or, or no cost for onboarding a solution. Yeah. So, I mean, the, in my experiences, most of the products I've worked on, we've done time and material. Um, I think it makes the most sense, to be honest, because a lot of times you know exactly what you want, right? And some those are great you define the project you go through your requirements process but out in my hands way up here <laughs> uh, out, in, out in the sales world right when you're defining yeah. what you want you you've got you're, you're really defining your goals you're not defining uh, everything that needs to go through you then you come in and you go through a requirements process and you have a general idea based off of the goals you set, what those requirements are and what they should be. And then you go through your, your, your project process. But as you go through your, your project process, right, and you go through your requirements and you start your implementation and then you start going through testing, you identify potential gaps or potential needs that weren't identified earlier in the process. It, it happens often. It's not... Not, it hasn't happened in every project, but it happens often. And how do you adjust a project and a timeline for that? If you do time and materials, it's pretty easy. You run through a change request process and you drive that through. If you do it, if you, basically, if you do a flat fee, which then you're, 
you as the business is taking are taking on all the risk. Um, you as the the business provider taking on all yep. the risk. If you do it as a, and sometimes that makes sense. And uh, yeah, I I think maybe for when you're starting out and trying to package some products and you're willing to take maybe a little bit of a loss and a little bit of risk on the onboarding implementation just to make sure you get it right. Yeah. As you're defining your process, that might make sense. Yeah. But once you've got a solid process in place and you know your your onboarding process and you know how you're driving um, your your projects, now you might have package levels that include a certain number of hours and, and yeah. all of that. All of that makes sense. But realistically, you're time and materials generally it's better for both businesses because the other thing is is sometimes sometimes you realize hey i actually really achieved what i want to with this product with just this much implemented yeah yeah exactly i i this is where we need to stop i don't want to go further and i don't want to spend the additional money uh, on on further implementation because the, i got my roi and that's what i paid for is to get the roi for this specific benefit now generally i would hope that if i have more to offer uh, as a product i could sell my customer on why but that's that's that should be my responsibility that's right as the provider it shouldn't be my customer's responsibility to pay for it just because <laughs> yeah and you don't need to bring it you know for a lot of solutions, you don't have to do everything at once right like right. start with single use case and then again like if you get value out of it you know, let your team get used to it. And then there's always room to grow and, and adopt more and take on more. So, yeah, it's I love this, Kevin. I love we, we're getting to the end of the month here. And it's like a new topic within our topic, right? Like something <laughs> we, we haven't even touched on uh, until we until we wrap this up. So uh, we, we need to note that so we can talk to Donna about that a little bit. See what she thinks. Yeah, I, I just I put a note in my in my notebook. So I'm excited if, if, if you see it onboarding. I can't even see it. Uh, whatever. Uh, onboarding, onboarding matters. matters. Onboarding matters with uh, how successful companies transform new customers into loyal champions. Kev, I'm super excited to have Don on. Uh, big thanks to Melissa who joined us earlier in the month. I, I think this is a topic, Kev, we'll probably revisit in time. Like you said earlier, it's such a, a key component of, of long-term success and loyalty, right? If you really fudge this up <laughs> you're making your life a lot a lot harder uh, moving forward so yeah, any, well, uh, any last thoughts here kev well uh, next month we go into talking uh kpis and, oh. and various business business metrics uh i wonder i, I wonder will we talk about any that are related to onboarding <laughs> yeah exactly i exactly i'm excited for kpis so key performance indicators for you uh you listeners that are, are keeping track at home um, yeah, Kev, there's probably about a thousand different directions we can go with KPIs. So I am interested to dig into that. I know uh, we won't tease our, our March guest, but I know we got a, 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 a great guest lined up. Excited to have uh, that person on the show. Uh, but uh, again, follow us if you want to hear new episodes, new articles. Who knows what the KPI article will be about, right? We've touched on, we've given you a couple downloads on the first article in January. So we have some assets there. If you haven't checked that out, it's a 30, 60, 90 day plan for someone coming into a CS organization. There's assets in there, download them. It, 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 they're great. You can actually check off, you know, like as you're learning the business, learning your customers, it's a, it, hopefully it's a helpful resource that's available. Like I said, we did, we did the one on wedding bells, KPIs, who knows, baseball starting, who knows, we may start, who knows, we'll go all over the place with, uh, you never know what's coming next, but 
if you want to make sure you you never miss anything uh follow the customer success playbook page on linkedin check out our website at customersuccessplaybook.ai follow kevin on linkedin at kevin metzger follow myself at roman trebon uh ping us send us a direct message uh we love interacting with people that listen to the show others that are just in the customer uh, success space uh, I know we're excited to always engage. Let us know what you want to hear about, guests you want to you want us to have on, et cetera. Kev, I'm uh, I think I've hit my wall there in terms of announcements. <laughs> Anything I miss? Nah, you know what though? Love to get your feedback on any of the articles we publish. Go out and comment on them. Yeah, and uh, you know, just keep on playing. Keep on playing.